Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. beautiful people welcome back to another episode of beyond the bow i'm super super excited to be back talking to you guys today we have a very special guest someone that is super inspiring super motivating and her story is probably one of the best i've ever heard um today we have kathy murray kathy has owned her own personal training business which is called fit bodies for over 24 years And in 2022, she co-authored the Audible book, The Munich Cowboys Cheerleaders. And um, her book is based on her time coaching, The Munich Cowboy Cheerleader Squad. She now lives in Atlanta with her husband and her dog and cat. I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. And if you do, make sure to follow Beyond the Bow podcast on Instagram and leave a rating. So hello everyone. Hi. Today we have Kathy. If you want to introduce yourself and tell them a little bit about you. Okay, I'm, I'm Kathy Murray. Um, I currently uh, reside in Atlanta, Georgia with my husband and my cat Sassy and my dog Mingus. Um, I'm a personal trainer full time. Um, I'm a strength coach for uh, triathlons, uh, triathlete groups. I'm a triathlete. I've been doing that for 20 years. And um, uh, I'm originally from Ohio, uh, Columbus, Ohio. Uh, My whole career was there cheering. Uh, I finished my career at at, um, the Ohio State University. We won a national championship when I was there. So that was awesome. Uh, And went into aerobics uh, after that won a national aerobic champion, which led me to, to go overseas. So, um, and now I'm, I'm doing it full time as far as fitness. That's amazing. That's so much. Yeah, it's a lot, (laughs) but fun. Oh yeah. I bet amazing experiences. What, what kind of got you into cheerleading in the first place? Hmm. When I, you know, I'm, I'm just a little bit older than you. (laughs) <laughs> but when I was cheering, um, you know, I, I've always been kind of a, a jump girl and, and tumbling and, you know, at that time, you know, just simple cartwheels and things like that. And they uh, had a tryout at my school um, in, in grade school. And I started cheering. I think, we, well, that we didn't have a, ba- a football team then. We had basketball team. So I cheered uh, an all-girls team. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like six girls, you know, I was the base, you know, and we just kind of made it up as we went along. So I just kind of started into it when I was young and then went from, you know, middle school to high school. Uh, college was a little bit tougher because I went from a, being a base to all girls to being a flyer, a middle flyer. Yeah. Okay. So that was really kind of crazy and scary. Mm-hmm. I really didn't have a lot of gymnastics at the time. So to go to college and have to learn, you know, back tucks, back. That was, you know, the older you are, the harder it is. But I had been watching uh, Ohio State cheerleading. My mother was a nurse at the medical center. So I was going to the games and 
I would just be mesmerized by the cheerleaders. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to be down there. And, um, you know, I tried out uh, my first year back then. Uh, there was 200, it was two days, probably 200 girls for wow. seven spots at the time. Oh my gosh. Yes, yeah, so there were seven girls and seven guys, it's co-ed team. Um, mm -hmm. And the other, the, the former cheaters could try out again. Mm -hmm. So you know how you figure that out. Okay, well, two are leaving. Yes. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe what, what's the chances I can get to this? So um, probably the first year that I tried out, I did not make it, mm -hmm. but I was very encouraged because I had made it from, you know, 200 girls to finals. Wow. And the biggest thing that they told me was, you, you know, we love your dancing and your charisma and all that, but we, you need to get a little bit more tumbling in. Because mm -hmm. at that time, the girls were just dance girls and the guys tumbled, but at Ohio state, the girls tumbled back then. Mm, okay. And so I just went to the gymnastics gym and just stayed in there, um, the whole year and, and then tried out and, and, and then made the team. So, um, been, you know, been loving it ever since. That's amazing. I'm glad <laughs> you kept going. Cause that brought you yeah. so much in your journey. Right. That's, right. That's, that's so amazing. So you said, you're you were a mid like were you a mid in the pyramids or were, were you like a yeah here as well yeah they now it's a lot more pitching mm -hmm. um because we would go three three and a half high yeah and you know a lot of people getting hurt and yeah. uh so I was mid meaning that I was um now they do it half I believe just looking at your stuff half but they would pitch and they would be on our shoulders so okay. I was the yeah, so not just knee, bent knee. No, they would pitch and on top. <laughs> it was three stacked. So oh, yeah, I was mid where they would pitch and then then I would hold. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, you know, it helped being strong. Oh you know, yeah. I was like, I want her side, I want her side. <laughs> oh my gosh, I bet. That's yes. so crazy though. Wow. Was that kind of hard kind of trusting yourself to like be up higher than like you're used to and somebody else on top of you? Like how was that mentally and like physically? Mentally was really hard because mm -hmm. I was always used to be in the, the base yeah. and to, to get up just to do a simple shoulder stand. Mm -hmm. um, it was, you know, don't look down, try to stay tight, you know, breathe. So it was, it's just like anything. The more um, you do it, the, 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 the better you feel. Yeah. Um, and then just trying to get the stunts, um, learning how to be very tight, you yep. know, even if you have a smaller partner, mm -hmm. um, that type of thing. So it just took, I think I wanted to be down there so bad that I was just, you know, you know, the whole process, you fall, yeah. you, you know, do yeah. this, you get back up and you're kind of scared because you, you kind of fall crazy, but then you mm -hmm. get back up. So I think the will to do something mm -hmm. sometimes pushes you past that fear. Yeah. Um, and then once I got on the team, they were like, okay, well now we're going to pitch somebody on you. And then now you have to flip, you know, tuck off of it. So it was, it was really, and, and Ohio state was very um, competitive and we were going to national. So you went from, you know, your first year on a team to, coming in and have to, uh, the, the learning curve was, was not, it was short. Yeah. So, um, but just the confidence and just having great team members to say, Hey, you can do it. 
you know, let's do it again. Let's, let's, let's meet in the gym and let's practice our stunt, you know, so see when you get your partners. So yes. just, just that, um, that drive and determination and, and hard work. Yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. It is. And trust. who it's a lot of trust. Too. <laughs> Lots of trust. Definitely. So, yes. oh yeah. <laughs> was, um, was Ohio State NCA or UCA or was it, I don't UCA. know. UCA. Okay. So mm -hmm. y'all competed in like, uh, Disney Orlando. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Fine. Well, eventually we, 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 invented it, we um, competed in Disney, but when I was on the team, yeah. <laughs> they didn't have a, they didn't have a dedicated show. Okay. So it was, you performed live at the hula bowl in mm -hmm. Hawaii. No so way. We went, yeah. Wow. Yeah. We went there to Hawaii. Um, and then the semifinals were, um, kind of a, uh, it was, I think Ford was the, um, the sponsor, but then after that, they actually had a show, but, and then we performed live at the, the hula bowl and, um, that's how they, they chose the winner. They narrowed it down to the top two. It was mm -hmm. us in Kansas, uh, state. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's how we got chosen. And then after that, they started having their own dedicated shows for yeah. the, the um, championships. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, competing in Hawaii over Disney yeah. World. I mean, it was yeah, it was it was pretty fun. And then live at a at a at a game at halftime. Yeah. That was that was nerve wracking. Oh, I bet yeah. that was. Oh my yeah. gosh. Right. So no no spring floors. Oh. <laughs> you know, just at the astroturf. <laughs> yes. So kind of we were kind of you know paved the way, but oh, um, yeah. it was still awesome experience oh my gosh that's amazing wow. <laughs> how would you say being kind of like a collegiate athlete brought you into your career now like what what steps did you take and did being a college athlete kind of help prepare you for like what you're doing now I think the um, the the hard work and, and, and dedication definitely helped um, with doing something that you're not comfortable with and continue to, to try. You know, you may not be the best person out there, but with hard work, you can do it. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Um, I think the traveling, you know, when I decided to go to, to Europe, mm -hmm okay, let's go. You know, yeah. I, I did, I didn't think about, I mean, I thought about it cause I didn't, I didn't know any, any German at the time, but I wasn't afraid to, to, to travel. And I wasn't afraid to be in situations that I was unfamiliar with. Yes. I think that helped being a cheerleader, the traveling and kind of unexpected things that are thrown to you. And you just kind of had that resiliency to, um, okay, just kind of let things roll off your back or be able to handle situations as they come. So I think that definitely the cheerleading um, uh, helped me with that and just, you know, things that are new and just, just working hard to, 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 to overcome, you know, your fear mm -hmm. to, to try new things, mm -hmm. you know? So like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that type of thing, just the resiliency. Yeah. So cheerleading was, was great for that. Yes. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Um, do you think that like being so invested in cheerleading at the time, like in college, did it make it hard for you to figure out what you're doing after you graduate or making a plan or like, 
like were you ready to give up cheer what what did you want to do yeah that's the hardest thing because as, as you, we were speaking early it goes fast yeah. and you know I had the pressure of now there's so many things that you can do after you cheer as far as career coaching and all of that I kind of you know fell into coaching but um you know your parents pay your way through college and they yeah. expect, you know, you have this degree mm -hmm. and you, you, they expect for you to, to use the degree. Mm -hmm. um, now I started late because I had, you know, did the uh, aerobic champion right after college, mm -hmm. but um, it's, it's just a lot of pressure um, because everyone, when I was coming in the school, um, I was in a, uh, in a college underneath the College of Medicine. I was in Allied Health, and okay. a lot of people were going into corporate. That's just that's what just what you did. I mean, as far as going into aerobics or that's just something you did on the side. That, yeah. that wasn't going to make you any money. So you you get kind of caught up, and 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 I did too. After I did the aerobic competition, I was like, okay, that's over. So now you got to get serious and use your degree. Yeah. And for me personally, because I'm just wasn't a corporate desk sitter, right. um, medical sales at the time was great because I had a territory. Mm -hmm. I traveled to different hospitals and uh, laboratories, the research laboratories at university. So for me, it was great because I can see different people. I wasn't yeah. stuck in the office. Yeah. So I thought this is great. This is the perfect career for me. Mm -hmm. But I traveled a little bit, mostly in the car. But yeah. um I just kind of was, after about three or four years, I always taught uh, aerobics after the, the um, aerobic competition, even though I was doing corporate, I would teach um, fitness, um, group fitness in the evenings at gyms. Okay. So I was always still involved with um, fitness. Yeah. Uh, at that time, I wasn't coaching at all. I was just pretty much aerobics and, um, so yeah, I just had that pressure. And then I had a friend that was a full-time dancer and choreographer, and she would travel overseas a lot. And mm -hmm. at this time she said, hey, I need you to go to, would you go to Japan wow. and teach? And I'm like, yeah, she <laughs> said, I need you to go for a month. I'm like, great. And my boss said, are you crazy? You know, <laughs> go anywhere for a month out of your territory, you can't do it. Yeah. So I told her if something comes up for two weeks where I can take vacation, I'll do it. And then she came back to me and said, okay, I have Italy and Germany. Do you want to go? I said, yes, of course. So I took the two week vacation from my job, went and did what's called master classes. And, you know, I, this was after I was aerobic champion. Mm -hmm. So um, I taught uh, there. It was a blast and um, traveled and got to see Europe. And then when I came back to medical sales, I was like, it was like, wow, I want to be over here. Yes. And so um, the, one of the gyms that I taught at, they hired American instructors because mm -hmm. they had in pro programs that they had to certify the, the Germans and Italians. And of course it started in America. So we all knew how to do it. And so after I came back, they said, hey, our, our American instructor is leaving. Would you want to come over? And I was like, okay. And they were like, we'll give you money. We'll give you an apartment. So yeah. So I was like, where do I sign up? And it was for six months, I think at the time. 
And then that's where your family, that's when it was hard. Cause my family, my parents were like, okay, you're working for a fortune 500 company. You have the company car and you have the stock options and you have, you know, this is what we sent you to school for. Mm -hmm. And now you want to leave it and go traipsing around Europe to teach fitness. Mm -hmm. And um, it re I really had to be strong to say, yes, okay, no, I don't know German. I don't, there are Americans there. I know what I don't want to do, but this is what I'm, I felt like I was born to do and that's teach fitness. Mm -hmm. So they trusted me, I, you know, I was working. So mm -hmm. it wasn't like I'm going to go backpacking in Europe and figure it out. So yeah. I said, give me, you know, six, what's six months to figure it out. I can always, I have the safety net of going back to corporate. And of course, once I got there, you know, I didn't turn back. I, I was, I was a presenter for uh, the big conventions. I was teaching in the, the health clubs. Um, uh, I, and then that's when one of the students found out that I was a, a cheerleader in, in America and they had a, a team there called the Munich Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like a, uh, probably on the, the, the line of a junior college, okay. but you know, they cheered in English mm -hmm. and they asked me to come over and look at their practice. And, you know, they were, they were doing the best they could <laughs> to, you know, uh, imitate, uh, uh, cheerleading from America. Uh, but they knew this, they knew this, the sport, they knew how to cheer for, um, so that's how I got kind of by accident, that's how the coaching came about with, with these German girls. They didn't have a school like we do. So I had girls from like 15, 16, all the way up to 21. Wow. Because it was like a sports team. So it wasn't affiliated with school. So some girls were already in the workforce and some girls were in school. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of been my, that was my transition to, I'm done with corporate. I got to try this. And may, and then, you know, for me, I'm like, you have to make this work yeah. <laughs> because you don't want to go back. Yeah. So you can try harder, you get lessons and you're there and you're trying to figure out the German and you're trying to figure out all the different things. And, um, and then of course there's other friends and, and Americans over there too, yeah. um, to kind of help you along that have been there before you. And that's how I, that, that's how I started, how I started coaching. Wow. That's terrifying yeah. though, going to Germany, not knowing German or anything yeah. and just going there. Right. Oh my yeah, God. That, that's, that's how desperate you can be. <laughs> desperate times calls for desperate medicine. No, yeah. You, know, you don't want to do medical, you know, you don't want to do yeah. corporate. So you figure, hey, what, what's it? It's, it's, you know, what do I have to lose yeah. to go and see how this works? And, you know, there were different th things that I talk about in my book. It was, it was really tough. Um, but I had a chance to travel, you know, Italy and, and Austria. I, I had a chance to, to see Europe, you know, um, and uh, there were some, there was some learning curves because they, they really didn't know anything about cheerleading. And I had to, you know, put like, they, they smoked, they smoked cigarettes. I mean, that's <laughs> something they do at a young age. And so yeah. instead of saying, okay, you're going to get a demerit or you're going to get penalized if you're late. I had to say, okay, no smoking during, <laughs> they would actually take a break and go outside <laughs> during practice, 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, what? wait, where's the camera? Is this like no, really. camera? <laughs> and I'm like, no, cheerleaders don't smoke. Yeah. I can't stop you from smoking what you do in your private life, but yeah. you cannot smoke in the, you, you know, I had to put these type of things in place. You can't mm -hmm. smoke in uniform. You can't, we're not smoking in practice. Um, we're going to do a conditioning program because you guys aren't, you know, you can't hold a shoulder stand. You're not strong enough. You know, you have to do, uh, put them on like a little circuit training to help with their cardiovascular. So that was the, you know, unlike stepping in in America to coach when we already had these things in place, I had to teach them, this is what cheerleading is about. Yeah. And um, yeah, just that hard work and discipline that we start at, you know, peewees five and six they didn't have that so yeah. I had to put all that in place so it was it was definitely a challenge how did they respond to all of that <laughs> well they respected that I was uh I was at that time I was the only American coach there wow. so they were like oh, a cheerleader from America so they respected what I was saying yeah. um regarding you know, the, the, the smoking and, and the conditioning, and they were really um, excited to learn the sport that they, um, that they said, okay, you know, we're all in, she knows what she's doing. We're going to, we're going to follow the rules. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It was, it was so funny. Yeah. I cannot yeah. believe that that opportunity just came upon you. Like that's, yeah. that's life-changing. It was, it definitely changed my, my whole outlook. Um, the girls, there was another team cause they had to host the, 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 the visitors team. They had to host them like at halftime and the girls, the other, the other team, they came across the field smoking. And then they were looking at the girls like, Oh my gosh. And I said, you guys would look just like that. If I, if I had not put a stop to it, I said, see how that looks ridiculous. Yeah. You're this healthy thing and you're smoking cigarettes and in, in your uniform, it looks ridiculous. So it was things like that, that I put in place that when they saw the other teams do it, they were like, Oh, okay. I, I get it now. Yes. Yeah. So the cheers at the games were one thing, but then when they told me they had the championships, I was like, okay, uh, let me see what are these things about? And that's when they showed me a videotape of their, and I think they were just looking at videos from like UCA, NCA from the States for the shows and they were trying to simulate it, but they were kind of, they were clueless as far as how to move from different formations, when to stop, you know, do the cheers, when to stop, you know, start the cheers, you know, that type of thing. And so that's what I really had to build from the bottom. Okay, this is what you do. This is what you do. Okay, she's a flyer. She's a base. This is, you know, you, okay, this is not going to work. Let's switch around. That, that became the real challenge is trying to get them to, to their first championship. All by yourself, you did all of that? Yeah, yeah. I said, look, these are the stunts. And, you know, they were on a low level. Because yeah. we, we talked now when I was, um, when we reconnected for the book, they were talking about how, one, how sore they were because I was making them do physical yeah. fitness stuff, but how they their heads were hurting because they were rolling. They were doing forward <laughs> rolls. And I said, you guys couldn't do anything else. I had to like <laughs> do things that were physically to the eye pleasing, you know, yeah. rolling together, popping up. Let's roll to the side. Let's, you know, to these two girls can tumble somewhat, let them cross. You know, I had to really, I had really basic, basic stuff to work with 
So I had to come down to their level and say, okay, let's just do a simple shoulder stand with the, you know, maybe a stag, you know, just basic tabletop, basic stuff. And then as we became, they became better, we would go to camps in America to get their material. And then I would put it together for their championships. We went to Florida State and did a camp. And then we did, went to UCF, University of Central Florida, and they were teaching the new material. And then I would take that and then, then combine it. So as we started going, then that's when I said, okay, it's time to tumble, you know, and I get it. And, and that was the thing, cause I, I learned tumbling late. So I could understand their hesitancy of falling and, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. And, yeah. you know, so I said, look, as a, as a team, when we go to the championships, we have to set the pace. They have to say, well, okay, what's Munich Cowboys doing? And mm. that's kind of how I did it. Now, they weren't happy they had an American coach, even though they weren't great. But so that's when the, if you hit it, you know, I had to teach them if you hit it, I don't care if you fall, if you wobble, you know, you have to teach that. You keep going, you keep going, you keep yes. going. If you hit it, our difficulty level is going to be here. We should, we should be able to win. And so I'm looking at everybody else and they're shaky and they're doing, you know, and then when they screwed us basically <laughs> because they weren't happy that they had married coach, that yeah. was, that was difficult because they were like, well, you said if we hit everything and do everything and we were better. So that was the, the also the um, challenge that I had starting um, because it wasn't always fair. Mm. Um, and I was pissed of course, yeah. but then that just made me kind of go away and said, okay, we're going to come back and we're going to take it. Now we're going to take it here. And so it's going to be uh, so obvious that we got screwed because you guys are jealous because y'all have an American coach, mm -hmm. you know, and a black American coach. I mean, yeah. that's this was in the nineties. So, you know, there was a lot of discrimination you know, I be riding to practice and the police will pull me over and oh my yeah, God. yeah. So there was a lot of stuff outside. And after I wrote the book, mm -hmm. I, to I told the students that there was a lot of stuff that went on that y'all didn't know about mm -hmm. because I, you know, I had to leave that at the door yeah. in order to, to, to coach you guys. Mm -hmm. So that's when they were like, <gasps> you know, cause they were 15, 16, 17. And, you know, now they're in their forties, you know, mothers. And um, so they, now they see everything we had to go through to get to, I think we won six, seven national championships wow. and one European and a, and a Deutsche, a German. So it took that, it took me having to go through all of that, but, but trusting you guys and, 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 and that was great for me as a coach to yeah. see them when we won and, you know, they were like, yeah, you know, so. Yeah, it's yeah. so rewarding to see mm -hmm. all of that. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. yeah. What about, so we're about, we do NCA, so our competition's coming up in April, like early okay, April. Right. Yeah, in so Daytona. Yes, in Daytona. Right. So we've been training and doing all of that. We have our routine. We haven't done it all yet but you know we like to go through the pieces do you have any like good advice for the team I would say 
because it's we're everyone's a little negative right now just because it's that time of the season and like everyone's in their second semester classes just started and people mm. are stressed but mm-hmm. we this team I've never been on such a talented team this oh, seems wow. like so different mm-hmm. but it's hard because everyone's dealing with so many other things mm-hmm. and it it's just we also have to cheer basketball and all these other oh, things. Oh wow. It's like exhausting. Everyone's tired. Do you have any advice on kind of how to like keep keep the motivation going? Mm-hmm. Like something we need something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's tough. Um I I always had these mantras with a, every championship. So I would have like, you know, pain is, yeah, I put it in German, you know, pain is temporary, victory is forever. So, you know, when they were falling and, you know, spraining the ankle and I would just say, when they call you out there, all of that stuff, as we say in German is for by that, that that's over because you forget about it because that's what you're trying to do. So you have to just dig deep and you have to try to get, you know, as a team, you have your negative people, then you have your positive people. And then it's hard. I'm a positive person, but it's hard for me to be positive all the time. And you have, you have your your own things that you have to deal with. But I was always the the cheerleader of the cheerleaders. Like, come on, we can do this. Come on. I know we'll just do it one more time. But um, you have to you have to still be together as a team. That was another man mantra. I had the TEA, you know, together each achieves more. So that was another that. one of my, my mantras. I would carry it. We would carry one of these mantras through the whole, I would come bring it to practice. Yeah. We bring it all the way to championship. And it's like, you cannot there, you know, another one was there's no I in team. Love that. So you have to, you have to stick together as mm-hmm. a team and you're going to have your ups and downs. But no matter, you you have to kind of keep your eye on the prize. Yeah. You know, this is what we want to do. Everyone's going to have their their down times, but you have to stay together as a team. And you have to keep on uh, um, pumping each other up. Yes. You know, because not only do you have school, you got family stuff, you got that pressure, your last year, you know, first year grades. It's it's a lot. I mean, I did the same thing. I cheered for football and basketball. They don't, I don't think people understand Mm-mm that cheerleaders are not only athletes, but we do way more than football, basketball. They have their little preseason, then they do their season. And then if you're lucky to make it to the after season, you know, postseason, you'll do that. We do some camp, you know, we start in the spring, yep. practice, camp, you know, tryouts, then yep. camp, then roll into um, football, um, then, if they, then you have an overlap because if your team goes to postseason, you're still cheering for the ball games. Yep. And then, but then basketball has already started. Mm-hmm. So you're in basketball, as we know, there's thousands of games, you know, <laughs> instead of just one like football. And it's, it's a lot. And then you have, okay, then, okay, woof, football's over. Then you, uh, you have basketball depending on the postseason, then you have a uh, competition, you have national. So we are the only sport that we are year around. And as um, college athletes, we have to keep our grades up. Exactly. It's a lot. And now at Ohio State, they have kind of some JV 
you know, they have smaller teams that, hey, we're going to, our hockey team, the, the, the women's basketball is going to championship. So they'll pull, push, you know, okay, this, this cheer squad is here. This cheer. I didn't have that. I had, there was 14 of us. Hey, the hockey team is going to the championship. Can y'all cheer in the hockey game? We would have to go to the hockey game. Oh, um, the coach is doing the luncheon for boosters. We need four people to go. So <laughs> we were spread out yeah. and then you have classes. Yeah. So it's a lot. I, I totally get it. But you just have to, um, you just have to just, you know, talk as a team and say, look, no negativity you know, whatever you have going, when you come in here, we're gonna have to leave that at the door. I know it's tough, but we're gonna have to leave that at the door and we have, we're gonna door and we have to pump everybody up. Yes. So that is the thing. It's, 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 um, you know, I, I know that cheerleading doesn't get half the mm -hmm. accolades that we should based upon our talent, mm -hmm. our athleticism, and we're college athletes um, as well. Yeah. It's a lot. We need some lot. recognition or something. Yeah. And just really self-care. Yeah. Self-care. I mean, I didn't even know what that was when I was in college. Yeah. But, you know, you have to do whatever. If it's yoga, if it's prayer, if it's meditation, you have to do something that's going to keep you grounded. Because yes. if not, you're going you're to snap with the pressure, it's too much for you to do. So you have to have something else that's gonna bring you, you know, the woosah moment. Yes. And and it's the self the self care, whether it's getting a facial or, you know, going to aerobics or, or getting a massage. I mean, that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, I was a student once, you don't have money for that extra stuff. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but they have the stuff on, you know, you can do it online now, you exactly. know, class or meditation class, you know, those yeah. things are free on YouTube. So that's what I would recommend, you know, what, even if you want to do it with the group, bring somebody in and do yoga, you know, yeah. as a team and deep breathing and, you know, that type of thing. That's that, that's something I would probably definitely recommend that as a team. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely yeah. want to do that. We need something like that. Yeah, yeah, because you know, let's face it. You know, some people are more high strong yeah. than the other, and it doesn't take much to just go boop, and then I'm like, ah. no. You know, for me, it takes me a lot of Same. nudging for me to snap. But yeah. um, so yeah, something like that as a team. They have these things called like team building, and they do it for corp corporations a lot, where they go and they do some type of team building thing, but yeah, something like that, I would recommend as a team where everyone just can, yes. you know, come down or even just talk about, Hey, I, you know, I, this is, you know, you know, I don't know if everybody, sometimes people want to talk to friends, but talk to friends and try to get it off your chest. Yeah, I agree. It does mm -hmm. help. Yeah. Yeah. I remember those days. Well, <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. I bet. I yeah. I already yeah. know I'm going to look back on this and be like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it makes you stronger and it, it makes yeah. you be able to handle whatever else you want to do, you know, in your next, in your next chapter, mm -hmm. that resiliency, that, that, that cheerleading builds for you. It helps you in life, mm -hmm. you know, handle yeah. the same adversity. Yes. I love that. <laughs> that is very true.
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, you know, I'm sure you have friends that aren't cheerleaders. I mean, that, that kind of helps because they kind of bring you down and it's not like all cheerleading all the time. Yes. You know, you, you, cause I had, I had my, I had my team, but I had my best friends from college. Now she lives here and she wasn't a cheerleader, but you know, it was nice to have someone that wasn't a cheerleader to, to hang out and, and focus on something else. United States, they kept on bringing me over. So they brought me over for three years after that, just to do their choreography and to do their, their championships. Um, so that was really eight years working there. And then I started my own fitness studio here in, in Atlanta. Mm. So once I did that, that was, that was full time. You know, I had a 4,000 square foot space. I had about eight or nine trainers, so I could no longer take the time to, to leave. Um, so then that's when my um, personal training business took off. And uh, I've been doing that ever since. Um, I started getting into um, the fear of, of swimming in open water led mm -hmm. me to doing triathlons. Wow. So, you know, that, you know, taking swim lessons. I mean, I still work with a swim coach. Um, and I just love the challenge of multi-sport, you know, mm -hmm. swim, bike, run. Um, Unfortunately, um, I had to have a hip replacement. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was tough uh, yeah. six years ago, but I really was determined to get back up and race again. Oh. Um, so I don't do a whole lot of running like I used to, but I, I still race. Um, so yeah, so now I am uh, training full time. I'm an author now. I'm able to share my story from yeah. that. Um, I'd like to work on a fitness book. I'm working on a fitness book currently. Uh, I strength train, well, everyone from 20s, 30s, all the way up to 80s uh, are my uh, clients. Um, I strength train a triathlete group. So that's always fun because I'm a triathlete and, and yeah. a lot of triathletes, because you have to spend so much time swim, bike and running, they say, well, I don't have time to strength train. And so I really love to show them that this is a necessary part mm -hmm. of making you better in this sport if you do some type of fitness. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, so that's what, um, so that's what I'm doing. I'm just uh, living life and trying to uh, change people's, um, I, I say I have the best job in the world because 
I improve people's quality of life. I love when someone says, I couldn't do this and now I can. You know, um, my doctor told me that I was on this, I, I, my doctor took me off two of my medications because I'm fitter now. You know, yeah. I couldn't do a push up and now I can. You know, I could do 20. Yeah. So that just gives me, that's like the best, the best job in the world to see yeah. people go from, you know, oh, this is going to be hard to, wow, I'm what my 82 year old client, we, I do a 10K where we walk it for July 4th. And mm -hmm. she said, I want to do it. She's in um, Jersey. I'm, I do a lot of online training since uh, mm -hmm. the pandemic hit. Yeah. And she's like 82 and she's walking, you know, six miles, like no problem. Oh my gosh. When she, we started it, she said, I don't think I can do it. Yeah. And I said, you, I'm giving you a plan. This is what you're going to do every week. So that's things like that. It's just like, wow, this is so great. And she's smiling. And it's like, she, yeah. she feels fit and, you know, uh, you know, people taking people from, you know, their, their first pregnancy, you know, delivery. So just all kinds of things. So that, that's what I'm doing now. That's amazing. That's so inspiring. Uh, yeah, that, that's like, is. that's Thank you. job. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you'll find, you know, just, you know, don't, don't be afraid to follow your passion. Mm -hmm. And that was all my, my, that was my passion. But if I had not taken the, the leap of faith to go to Germany, mm -hmm. then I wouldn't have found the Munich, they wouldn't have found me, the Munich Cowboys cheerleaders. And when I speak, spoke to them about the book, it was so awesome to say, I tell my kids, you know, together eat your cheese more, you know, yeah. and you know that sometimes I'm not the fastest learner, but I have to work harder. And so it's really great that in their adulthood, mm -hmm. I didn't think I was making a, you know, I was just like, ah, God, you know, constantly yeah. as a coach. And yeah. I did not realize how much they took in mm -hmm. until you know, I, I was able to talk to them as adults and they were like, you taught us this and I still use that and in business or my kids or my life. So that that's what coaching does too. It's, it's just really, really rewarding. Uh, my heart. That just makes me so happy. <laughs> amazing. And it was cheerleading. Cheerleading yeah. started it all. So that the, you have the foundation. Yeah. You have the foundation. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, I love your story. And Thank I, you. I definitely like want to continue to learn more. I'm definitely going to be keeping up okay. with you on All social right. media and everything. If you want to tell okay. them anything like your social media, anything okay. that yep. you know. my, uh, my book, and this is based on a true story of me traveling my life that I just talked about going, following my passion, leaving the corporate world and, and going to Europe. Uh, it's called the Munich Cowboys Cheerleaders. It's available on Audible. Um, I really encourage people that aren't Audible people to really, it's, it's really great to hear it's narrated. So it's great to actually be there with the narrator. So that's on Audible. Again, it's called the Munich Cowboys Cheerleaders. And my website is fit, F-I-T hyphen bodies, B-O-D-I-E-S dot net. And you can find, you can order the book uh, on that. And, um, um, and you'll, all my social media is, is on that as well. Okay, perfect. 
Uh-huh. Thank you so much for coming You're on. Welcome, Camille. Thank you for having me. Is there any great. last words you want to say to anybody? Any advice, last words you want to give? <laughs> um, well, I think the whole thing. I've been giving as much <laughs> advice as 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 possible because, um, you know, it's one of those things. If 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 I would tell my my young self, my college age self, like you, where you are just enjoy yourself. I mean, you don't have it for that long. So don't, you know, enjoy yourself um, um, and, and, and take those memories and, and, and hold them tight and just don't stress out about what's to come, you know, mm-hmm. it, what's supposed to happen is, is going to happen. And, you know, who knew when I was doing medical sales and I'm driving around this car with a suit on that I would be in Germany one day teaching and coaching you know cheerleaders and now uh you know able to um share my story with the world to say you know you can reinvent yourself mm-hmm. you know if you don't like what you're doing you know change it don't let if I would have let my parents say no don't go stay here and work this dead-end job then who would have known what would happen? So the fact that I was, I knew what I want and I was headstrong enough to say, this is my plan. (laughs) You know, I'm going to go, I'm going to, you know, then I'll see. And then I just, I just never look back. And, and so just follow your passion. You know, it's, it's not, what's the phrase? Um, uh, Anything worth having isn't easy. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the second, the the last thing I want to say is, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. Yes. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, life is, you know, you want to skirt through life, you, you got to be challenged. If I hadn't went through those challenges, it wouldn't have changed me to the person I am. So those are the, the last two words of wisdom, uh, phrases that I will, will leave with you. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.